What are you guys talking about tonight? That's what Periscope says. Do you know what we're talking about? I don't know what we're That's talking about. That's because I'm hosting, oh. sucker. What? <laughs> Late nights. Late nights. Late nights with Travis. With Travis. And Lewis. With Travis. With Travis. Late nights with Travis and Lewis. So let's do a pump up session. All right. You want to like punch ah. each other? Let's come punch you. Ow. 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 You want some ribs? Ow. 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 Pump up session. Ow. Pump up. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 pumped. Okay, are you pumped? I'm pumped. <laughs> okay. A few weeks back, we had a conversation that I hosted, a show that I did called The Full Process Designer. Mm. And thank you guys for enjoying it. It was one of the most uh, shared episodes that we've had so far. You guys really, you guys really liked it. And uh, in... In doing that, a lot of questions arose. Uh, like, like I mentioned a few minutes earlier, it was on Designer News, and, mm. and then I was reading through the comments, and there was just like a bunch of discussion about like, what is this about? What is a full process designer? Right. Uh, is this what he means? Is this what, you know, this kind of things. Right. Um, in fact, today, uh, my coworker said he listened to the episode. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, you know, I'm not sure that the process, full process, the word process is the right name, because in his mind, it brought up a lot of imagery like big company bureaucracy and oh, like okay. red tape and process, you know, okay. like that. So today what I want to do is actually talk about air quotes. Process. Process. The icky process. The icky? Icky. Icky? That's what, what he's saying. It's just like an icky, like red tape, big company kind of this thing. This is what, okay, mm-hmm. so so that's what he, you know, that, that was what his frame of reference was. Right. And my frame of reference is not about that. My, I'm, I'm talking not about your your HR process for complaints or something or, or, or you know, getting dental care. What I'm talking about is the creative process, okay? So, now here, here's a question. Why have a process at all? What do you... What do you, um, you need a process so you can rely on something that works often. You don't want to reinvent the wheel in times that you, you're, you're pressed for time. Well stated. I like that. Yeah. Um, I get emails from a lot of people who are frustrated with their work. Okay. And a lot of the times it's, I mean, it's, it's partially because, you know, they're, they're, they're going through the crucible of, of creative education, right? Yeah. And this is like when basically your, your taste is better than your talent and you're frustrated with the outcomes of your work because you you know that you know what better lo- work looks like. That's part of it. But the other part is what we're talking about. The other part is that you're just not working the right way. Mm. You're just not doing the work in the right order. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it's kind of like I have an analogy here. It's kind of like trying to drive to Disneyland with a map of Texas. Oh yeah, you know, like or even no map at all. You're just you're not going to end up in the right spot if you're not using the right directions. If right. you're not going the right route, so um, this is kind of like trying to you know in in real terms this is like trying to start your design without having all of the questions answered. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, this is skipping ahead in the process. I, sometimes I do long series about the whole the whole thing. Right? Making a whole website. Okay. And a lot of the times the the comments that I get in the first few videos are complaining like, hey, we're not even coding yet. What is this even about? When are we going to get to the coding? Right, and they're watching your YouTube channel because they want to get to the coding. Right. Right. Yeah, because it's, it's about coding. Mm. And, and, you know, but I'm spending four videos talking about 
prep work discovery yeah talking about setting up uh, expectations mm. making sure we do the right work doing talking about critical thinking with design mm-hmm. and they just want to code and this is what i'm talking about jumping ahead in the process and you're not going to get the right the right place so here's a, some a quick list of reasons that a process is essential to your work okay okay number one it removes the stress of creating ex nihilo uh, so out of nothing. Okay. It, so if you, if somebody says, "Hey, create this wonderful thing," all right, that's a lot of pressure immediately at you. It is a right, lot. Mm-hmm. right. But if you if somebody says, "Okay, use the process, take the time to discover what the needs are, and yada yada yada," right, it's like like all of a sudden that that stress, that immediate pressure, is relieved because now it's the 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 onus is not on you having mm-hmm. an, an immense creative spark to save the day on, on command it's on the process it's on the process mm. how good is your process it then becomes the question right okay it prepares the process prepares your mind for creative influences going through the process step by step will prepare you for creative influence okay uh, number three process can actually be the source of the solution in the end mm, expand on that well uh, let's say you have um through, through the discovery, you discover that your goal is to increase conversions of this landing page. Okay. And then through, the, through, and through using the process, you're still going through the discovery, and you realize that uh, this color converts better, and this phrase converts better, mm. because you're doing the, the discovery. Mm-hmm. And then you execute, you prototype. Right. Then you release, you observe, and repeat. And right. you find that, and then, and then through, those, through that uh, cycle... cycle you have you have found your goal, and that yeah. happens through the process. The process just gives you yeah, the yeah, answer. Yeah. Okay. Um, a process. You're going to like this one. A process makes it easier to work with a team. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I know you love it because you're all about like strategy and teamwork yeah, and, yeah. and all, like communications and stuff. So process will help you work better on a team. Yes. Um, showing your process. This is good too because you're all about your lowest brand. Yeah, yeah. Showing your process gives you credibility to your teammates, to your clients, to your bosses. Yes. Shows that you know what you're doing. Yeah. You have a plan. You're the guy that has the plan. Yeah, and and it's something that it's tried and true and you say this is something that we do. This is the process. Yeah. yeah. Um I think step number 4 of the full process designer mm. says that the full process designer relies more on the outcomes, sorry, uh relies more on the process rather than looking forward to the outcomes they trust in the process Mm -hmm. okay number six in some reasons for having a process in your work is number six it helps you be organized and through that you can maintain many projects at once yeah you you have a you can't multitask you can task switch and if you have a process it's easy to shut down focus from one area and add the focus to another area you know where you are you can Mm -hmm. put a bookmark in it Mm -hmm. if you're just like saying like oh creativity will come to me someday on this thing right you turn back to it and you have no idea where you are in the process because you have no process yes right okay and there's there's plenty more but that was like six quick reasons why you should definitely have process in your work Mm -hmm. Uh, quick comment on how you stated that in the development video series, you spend four uh, videos, which are about 20, 30 minutes long, mm-hmm. on the discovery, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you got an email um, 
<clears throat> from someone else that's in a similar position with me and she was asking me how do you work um because your office is in san francisco with someone and and with the people with the designers and and other people that you work with in in sydney right she's like she's like i i'm just looking for advice and how you manage it what do you do etc and one of the things that she pulled from that uh she re- replied to me and thanked me to what i said and i said make sure that everyone has all the prep work up front meaning discover your your persona and by persona i mean like who are you designing for mm-hmm. what are their problems how are you solving it yeah get everyone in agreement right and mm-hmm. the main point that i was making here is when you have that discovery early on you set everyone up for success that's right right that's because, right because in anything you do what you want to do especially working with teammates is you want to set each other up for success Yes. And preparation is a huge part of that. Right. So um, this this goes into the, the next question that I was going to ask is like, what exactly is the process? What is the order of this process? Mm. Now, I'm, the process that I'm going to define right now is, is quite a large umbrella. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, it's, it's purposefully so. Okay. Because I want to be able to make it malleable to your specific working situation. Yeah. Okay. So the process is generally discover, make, Observe, repeat. Yes. Okay. And th- and it's cyclical, right? You can have micro cycles while you're discovering and you're making, and then you're back to discovering and making, and while you're making, you're discovering mm-hmm. and and uh, observing too. You you, you sh- I make a sketch and show it to you. What do you think? I'm observing you, right? And then I'm gonna repeat my. Dis- you know what I mean? Like like you can have these micro cycles and macro cycles. Yes. Where you're gonna re- uh, release a prototype or release a version one. You know, mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. it, it's a cyclical thing. But these four steps of discovery, making, observing and repeating are are the 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 process now you're asking questions all the way through yes okay the why is is your driving force Mm -hmm. that's where you're asking questions you're you're trying to answer the why yeah now this is this is a statement to most of the people that i get emails from that are frustrated with their work that are frustrated with the way things are going uh frustrated with other people this is this is my statement to you guys to follow the process you need to calm down and follow the process slow slow your roll slow your roll (laughs) right just calm down and follow the process some people get so worked up by the things the goals that are in front of them the demands the deliverables that they're not following the process they're jumping straight into what will give me the quickest turnaround and that's not going to give you the right answer yeah now we're going to go into the process. We said discover, make, observe, repeat. So let's start with discovery. Uh, do you know who Wistia is? Wistia is a video hosting company. Mm, I don't know. Wistia is a video hosting company. <laughs> Similar to YouTube, but more business to business. I know what Wistia is now. Okay. <laughs> but okay, but I, I guess that, that doesn't, that's not important. But what is important is that Wistia is very involved in their customer's creative process. It's really cool. Unlike They're, YouTube. YouTube is, but they're, YouTube is. They're involved in the creative process. They they help creators a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they do. Um, Wistia does that more. Wistia is a little bit more, so YouTube, uh, just to answer your questions, it's not part of this, but but just to answer your questions, yeah, YouTube is more about like, uh, here's how to get more views. Okay. Here's, 
here's how to use these tools that we've given you, like your analytics and your whatever, to help you have better performance of your videos. Right. Wistia is more like, here's what camera you should shoot with. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot more hands-on. It is more uh, hands-on. Pro creator. Pro creator. <laughs> pro hyphen creator. <laughs> like, um, you know, like like they, they have this blog on, on the creative process. And this is what I'm reading for. So Jeff Vincent of Wistia on their Wistia blog remarks that in your initial meeting, talking about with the client. Like your kickoff meeting. In your kickoff meeting mm-hmm. or your, he calls it a discovery call. Mm-hmm. This is the first and most important step to collaborating on a creative project. This meeting lays the groundwork for you and your client's working relationship. It outlines your process and establishes the direction of your project and what it will take. Okay? So, in this discovery phase, and he is talking about a discovery meeting in which you're outlining this process. Yeah. But in the discovery phase, overall, you need to determine your success metrics. Okay. What does success look, look like, like for this project? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're trying to get uh, um, some conversions on your landing page, but you end up getting a lot of press, that's good, but that's not success. That mm-hmm. wasn't your goal. Okay, so you want to get uh, conversions for your landing page. So determine what success looks like. Number two, identify the stakeholders. Who are the people making the decisions? If you're the designer, who is the who is the project lead? Are you the project lead? That's fine, but you need to decide who is going to be making these decisions okay. and who is going to be held responsible for the outcomes of the projects. Right. Number three, determine the target audience. Okay. This you can't make something for everybody. Right. And the, and the more specific and narrow you can define your audience, the more detailed you can tailor your message and design and work for them. Yeah. What, it, what are the qualities of this person and what is their role? Right. Mm-hmm. Really just develop empathy for them. Yeah. Learn how to think how they think. Yeah. Learn how to care about what they care about. Right. And that way, once you know that, once you know what they care about and you can emulate that concern, you can start designing for them. For example, someone who's in marketing may like more aspirational messages, whereas mm-hmm. someone who's more of a software developer uh, needs more like tactile, what does this look like in real life? Yeah. Mm. Oh, it, what's the difference between uh, a homemaker, if you're designing for uh, a mother, mm-hmm. or are you designing for a, a 26-year-old bro frat bro? Right. It's going to be a different message, and that's like probably going to be really obvious. But getting into their their life and getting into their concerns, you're going to have a, a much better outcome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, number three was determine your target audience, and these these again, just what this list is, is what you should be doing during the discovery phase. Mm-hmm. Determine your target audience. Number four, nail down the core message. Mm-hmm. Is your message thirty percent off your shoes? Is your message uh, we have a new Facebook campaign? You know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you should also be gathering inspiration. What has worked in the past for you? What has worked in the past for your competitors or people outside of your, of your uh, you know, vertical? Mm-hmm. What has worked for them? What has failed for them? Right. Gathering inspiration. What, what, is, um, what is trending, you know? Right. Uh, and then third, make a plan for your production. Okay. Who's in charge of what? Are you in charge of the design? Are you in charge of the documentation? Are you in charge of the production, uh, publishing, everything? Everybody needs to have a, like a clear, defined plan of what mm. they're in charge of. And then last is make 
documentation. Mm-hmm. Document the whole thing. You need to like write down and, and, and publish to everybody on the team and know in certain terms what are the goals, who are the audience members, who who are the stakeholders, what is the core message. All of this stuff needs to be documented. Yeah, this is important because it um, when you're a small company or a small team, if it's just Travis and I, it's easier to not document everything. It becomes more of a process. It kind of gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, documentation right? takes time. Yep. Um, that way isn't scalable though. What's scalable is documentation. Mm-hmm. And once you have 10, 15 people and then your, your team starts to spread around different time zones, that documentation is key to unifying your uh, plan. Yeah. Right. And I'd like to add, uh, one and a half things to, to this, like what you should do. Great. Um, this one's a given is what is the problem you're solving for? During your kickoff, what's the problem? Why, what's are we, the problem? why are we meeting? Why? Yeah, why are we meeting? Right? Okay. Yeah, uh, that's part of the discovery, right? Mm-hmm. And then what should come out of it is a working hypothesis for if we do X, then Y will happen. Yeah. Right. And so, okay. like, and so having a having a like a mission statement or like a, just a hypothesis of what you know when we do this, this will happen, and it's just formalizing what you want to happen into a sentence. I really like that. Um, I said here, nail the core message, mm-hmm. but your way of, of verbalizing that is a lot more specific and clear. I'm going to go with what you said. Okay. It's better. Let's do that. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. All right. Next step in the process. That's the discovery phase. The next step is making. I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. I'm really happy that we spent a lot of time on discovery. We haven't made anything yet. We haven't made a thing. We haven't made a thing. Yeah. Discovery is so key. We don't even have an idea of what we want to <laughs> yeah. make. I just want to put more emphasis on We're just discovery. discovery. It's so yeah. important. It is important. Okay. I mean, this is the thing that, I mean, I wrote the most of. Yeah. Like, you can see I have one sentence from make. <laughs> it just says, make stuff. <laughs> uh, if you want stuff, you make stuff. You make stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, this is exactly right. Like, so a, a lot of the of the of the problems that you um, encounter throughout the process stem from not having a thorough discovery mm-hmm. and documentation if, you, if you're working on a team. Mm-hmm. So let's say you do a good job with discovery. Next step is to make, and remind, and remind you that we're not leaving the discovery phase. Right. This is a, we're doing micro cycles and macro cycles. And yeah, and if you have a larger team, different people are making different things. And they're in different parts of the phases of the process. Could be design, development, content, mm-hmm. generating leads, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you can have a, a discovery with the team and document that. And then now, as the designer, you have to go off into your corner and do more discovery. Yes. You know, how should this look? How should this feel? Uh, you know, okay, so so make uh, what I have written down here. I said this is where your unique skill, vision, and value come into play. Just make stuff. Yeah. Just make it. Like, yeah. And so uh, I'm going to underline that. Just make it. Stop fussing around. Yeah. You've done the discovery. You, like the discovery, its goal is not only to document and communicate, but it's to it's to fill your mind with possibilities. Yep. Right. Yeah. You should be b- bursting with excitement and ideas now a lot of people do jump discovery because they already have ideas yeah and that's okay to have ideas but it's not okay to skip yes so because all all your ideas likely will change during the discovery (laughs) process uh so anyway just make stuff now get it all out get it all out it doesn't matter if it sucks yes get it all out that's right publish 
publish it to your team and set expectations for if it's ready for feedback or not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, yes, publish it. And we've talked about this before and how to get how to get good feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important to give visibility so that everyone knows, okay, this is kind of what they're thinking. Um, and they can just kind of like be ready for right. when feedback is ready. And now you're leading right into the next phase, which is observe. Okay. So you've made... Now you're publishing and you're observing mm. with the results of what you've made, right? And you can publish to yourself. You can just like step back and say, do I like this or not? That's right. one level of observation. Right. You could sh- I could show it to the guy sitting right next to me. Mm-hmm. I could send it to, you know, uh, you know, if I'm using, what's your tool? Confluence? Confluence. If I could send it to Confluence, see what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, you know, show it to my boss. I could, I could get user testing in on this. Like there's different levels of ob- observation. But the point is, is that you don't want to be creating in a little bubble. Yeah. You want to make in a bubble. That's cool. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, depending on, you know, the structure of your team, mm-hmm. but, but observe, but the whole process is not in a bubble. So you're observing in the, in, in the wild, you give it to users. If you can, you, you publish out and like you do multivariate testing, you know, all this stuff. Right. Okay. Um, I have some notes here. I'm not even looking at it. Okay. Oh, here's a really good anecdote. Do you know Tim Ferriss, the guy, uh, four hour work week? Yep. Okay. Tim Ferriss is so, that guy's amazing. <laughs> I really <laughs> admire this guy. Anyway. Um, so he has this book called the four hour work week. This is like his big seller. And famously before he published the book, he had a few designs for the book cover and he couldn't decide. Mm. And so do you know this story? Mm-hmm. So he took the book cover just as a, like a, a wraparound leaflet and he went to the bookstore and wrapped them around books and set them on the bookshelf and stood by with a, with a clicker and clicked it every time somebody picked up the, the book and he had a few different options and um, just through science yeah. <laughs> figured out which is the best seller and you, have you seen the cover of the book I haven't For, it's really ugly <laughs> it's actually a really ugly book cover it's the one that got picked up it's the one that got picked up the most yeah it's like orange and it has a guy in a hammock yeah. and like the, the type is like yeah. it's like really ugly yeah but that's the point is that he wasn't trying to make something beautiful right he wasn't trying to impress his friends on dribble yeah he was trying to sell a book yeah and it's different yeah and so he did the observations not on Dribble. He didn't ask his designer friends what he thought. Yeah. He asked the audience of the book what they thought about yep. it. Right. So he went to the self-help section and did a test. Mm. Right. So um, this is the this is the observation phase. Yeah. He went to a bookstore. He went, I think he went to uh, Borders to do this. Uh, side note: it, um, When I was traveling to Sydney at mm-hmm. the San Francisco airport, in one of the bookstores, it's like prominently displayed our self-help books because business people are the oh, ones that yeah. are traveling. Yeah, yeah. I think he would have had more clickers if he went to an airport and an put airport. it in that section. Yeah, that's a good point. Find your audience. Find your Go audience. Go where they are and do your testing Tim there. Ferriss, find your audience. <laughs> Tim, come on. Come on, Timmy. Level up. Level up. Level up. <laughs> <laughs> do you hear that ambulance? Yeah. Uh, that yeah. means somebody's hurt. That's yeah. sad. Yes. I got an email last week with a question in it, and uh, the question was something like this. How do you know that some of your design is right when you work alone? Uh, That's the, the question? Yeah, that was the question. When you're working alone, how do you know that your design is right? And he um, asked again, do you have a procedure that you follow? Um, okay, so one, is it something you're creating new and doesn't fall anywhere within the process or any process? Okay. Which means that if... For example, 
I've created a page for a product and there's this template and all the stakeholders have agreed on it and we've moved forward with it. And then I need to create another page for a different product and I'm going to use the same template. I know that there's success in the layout and arrangement. Okay. Okay. So if this, if, if you're designing something that's, that's already falls in a process, you'll know that your previous decisions have been agreed upon the larger majority of the, of, of your team. So there's, you know, there's some success there. Yeah. Right. Um, I think the question is coming from a, I'm designing something new. How do you know that my design is, yeah. is right? I, that's what I took it as. Yeah. yeah. How do you um, know that some design is right when you work alone? That's all I got. Do you know the audience you're designing for? If you know the audience you're designing for and you've done the prep work to see what their pain points are and what are they? What solutions are they looking for? If you know the answer to that, you're halfway there. So I'd say half of my design is on track if I know that. Yeah. That goes back to the discovery process. Mm-hmm. If you've done that work, you know who the audience is. And also I want to point out that in the discovery phase, you should have outlined success metrics. Yes. So my answer was, usually before you start designing, you have a set of requirements or goals. Defined by a client or defined by yourself. Mm-hmm. You should treat yourself like a client. If you're working for yourself, working, yeah. yeah. And then my second sentence was, if your design meets those requirements, then it is a success. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if it looks good is what I'm trying to say. It doesn't matter, like Tim Ferriss style, it doesn't uh, matter yeah, if it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It just matters is if your design meets the requirements of your success, your success metrics. Yeah. Right? And then his reply goes... Uh, you know it's not that simple. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. That's what's, that's what's crazy about this, is that it's freaking simple. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, when, when we posted uh, full process designer to, to designer news, they were like, oh, <laughs> it's not just that. <laughs> not just a process. I mean, <laughs> real life. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, it's just a process. It is just a process. And you, if you spend the time discovering the like the process just takes you towards success meta i've done it and it you see that you see it there's yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. i mean can you imagine just like creating in the dark like oh i have no process like you know everybody has some kind of process this is just like a little bit more like rugged and kind of tried and true okay so the last step of the process is repeat uh, repeat doesn't need to be at the end. Repeat is is like a theme that happens throughout, and you're just asking questions throughout the whole process, and you're committing to the cycle. You know, to question, try, test, repeat. Mm. There's micro and macro cycles like mm-hmm. we talked about. So Eddie, the guy who said, "Oh, it doesn't shouldn't shouldn't be process, right?" right. So this is like, Eddie. This podcast is for you. <laughs> All right, eat your words. This is about process. Okay, and not talking about HR process. Okay, Eddie says to me is. Point number four, doable in the real world. Now, point number four was, uh, air quotes, a full process designer is more concerned with process than outcomes. Trusting the good process will always lead to good outcomes. He says, what if you do some work and then you learn that some of your uh, initial assumptions were incorrect? Okay. Okay. And, and I'm saying to you, Eddie, just I'm answering this question. Yes, that is covered in the process because 
we have this repeat section. We have this questioning throughout. Yeah. So if you're uh, questioning throughout and we're using it on a micro and macro level, asking questions, discovering, making, and observing, and repeating, that is all involved in the process. And you can do course correction as needed. Level up. Level up. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, man. This is the whole... That's the podcast. If you, we at? 30 uh, we're at 30 minutes. It's okay. good. Yeah. Thank you for listening. If you want to hear more of what we've talked about in the past, go to uh, iTunes Podcasts and search for Trav and, and you'll see Trav and Lowe's, Late Nights with Trav and Lowe's pop up. I like that my name is first. It's because I'm special. Yes. <laughs> so special. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so redonk. Yeah. Um, and uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us. Uh, Good show again says, what's the name? I can't read the name. It's all sideways. Good show again says, it's a big G is your avatar. What is the name? Graham Wellsby. Graham. No wonder you have a big G. Sir Graham Wellsby. My name is Graham. <laughs> um, thanks for showing up on the Periscope. We uh, are having a fun time. And so this is this is more about the process. And I'm I'm grateful that everybody showed up to listen. I don't know what I'm saying right now. You're thankful. You're grateful. I mean, I'm, I'm happy. It's yeah. cool. It's yeah. Cool. It's cool that this is... Uh, gain some traction and, yeah. and we're able to uh, talk through it a little bit more so you can find us on Twitter with our Twitter handle at, at Trav, Trav and Los and Los and, and uh, we're on uh, our website we're on the website Travenlos.com Bup <laughs> I, I did Bup <laughs> Bup <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah that's it take, take it easy <laughs> see you later you know after we're done recording this episode let's I'm going to ask you a few things. <laughs>